0: Well, good morning and hello kids. Welcome to episode number 15 of Justin Nibble, the not quite daily beaver. For those moments when you still want your beaver grizzly goodness but just don't have time for a whole bite. Good morning, Kit Shelley. Good morning, Kit Linda. Nice to see you today. Today recording day is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022, and it's going to be a gorgeous Day here at the Beaver Lodge. It looks like we're gonna break 10 again, so we might be getting that last little push of uh, warm weather before uh, the cold actually settles in for a good while. And uh, I'm hoping to take advantage of it today. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And we have a quickie but goodie show for you today. Of course, a big thank you goes out to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, the Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. In the headlines this morning, uh, it's going to be elections, U.S. midterms, and uh, the by election for Daniel Smith uh, in uh, Med Brooks Medicine Hat. But before we get to it, Let's check in with Mr. Grizzly to see if he's feeling any better today. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I'm feeling uh, a little bit better. Um, uh, No fever. Um, Voice is almost back to normal. A little still congested, though. So, combination of sinus infection and uh, upper bronchial issues. Just, yeah, whatever. It's not COVID, mm -hmm. though, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're sending you good healing vibes so that you get over the rest of it quickly because you have vacation coming up. Yes. Well earned.
1: Yeah. First Well-earned time in over a year. Um, yes. And long overdue. Long overdue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, where does that? Good morning, Kid Pasta Gabe. Nice to see you too this morning. Um, I want to start with something a little light, uh, if you will, uh, Mr. Grizzly. Uh, I'm gonna share that with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it turns out Which that
1: is, do you got. I, I don't know what you're trying to share because all I can see is us in the
0: share screen. <laughs> oh well, darn! How you the shared did that you Shared
1: happen? the wrong screen. If I, I pull shared it up, the wrong. Screen. <laughs> yeah. If I pull that up, it's just going to echo all the way through, and we don't
0: want to do that. No, we do not want to do that. <laughs> there we go. There we that, go. That's go. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's share this because this made me happy. Okay. The time has come.
1: World, well, meet your next host nation. Um, there's no audio. Yeah, turn it up. And
0: welcome to Canada.
1: We're looking for the next global drag superstar.
0: Now that I've won your hearts, time to win the grab. <laughs>
1: Every time you come out on that runway, it is just electric. It was
0: elegance, it was grace, and it was confidence. This look is everything. I couldn't take my eyes off of you. <laughs> and that's lunch, everyone. Who's ready for world domination? Hello! Please help me welcome the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau! <laughs> this one is about to go down in her street. My jaw, just Oh, my goodness. This look is marvelous. I am excited to see you here, but I'm a judgy bitch. That's why I'm on this side today. You know, you're getting judged by the best of the best. Me being here with a crown immediately puts a target on my back. It's a game within a game. Listen, you sneaky fucking bitch. I think there might be a little <laughs> sabotage going on here. Um, <laughs> she can go home based on her delusion alone. The stakes are high and the heels are the high yes. Who'll be queen of the motherfucking world? Ah! 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 Got it! Find out on Canada's Drag Race. Canada versus the World. So, yeah, Canada's Drag Waste, that announcement, that promo just came out yesterday, and there are people on Twitter who are just losing their minds because the Prime Minister dared to show that he's a better human being than they are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I caught a little bit of that fallout yesterday, and I was just laughing. It's like I can't contribute to it because I'm still banned for another, I don't know, how long is it? Hang on, let me see, I'll tell you in a sec here. I am banned for another uh, one day and 22 hours. Mm -hmm. So what, 48 hours?
0: Yep. Shelley asks, does that start tomorrow? No, it starts on the 18th. Yeah, February Um, 18th. Yeah, so uh, the Prime Minister of Canada, who is the first sitting Prime Minister to have ever attended a Pride (laughs) Parade, and is the prime minister that enshrined transgender rights into our constitution, becomes the first world leader to ever appear on any drag race episode anywhere. Uh, And because he is comfortable and secure enough in his masculinity to be caught on camera, uh, on an Emmy award winning show uh, Mm -hmm. with other drag queens. Um, Other people are losing their minds, of course, making comments like, well, he does love to dress in costume, making little oblique references to, of course, blackface, which of course, that's all they've got. But again, proves the point that if every opportunity that you see the prime minister Doing something makes you reach for the blackface button, either directly or by making snide, oblique references. You've just proved the point that the prime minister is a better person than you, and you just can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I guess. And then you have, and then if you dare to point that out, then they say, oh, well, I guess you're projecting your insecurity. And it's like, I'm not the one choosing to wear a look on Twitter. Yeah, that okay. says that I can't handle our prime minister being anywhere around drag queens.
1: I just sent you an email that. Um, sorry, this is. <laughs> I just sent you an email um, from from the True North account. Uh, somebody, okay. somebody who was watching the show the other day had a bit of an issue with. Um, uh, Remembrance Day and, and uh, holiday decorations. I'm not going to comment on it because I, I don't. I'm I'm not 100. percent I can't think super clearly right now because I'm on a lot of medication, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to just uh, you know just get through my day. But uh, I will reply to this um, once I have a chance to uh, to sit down and read it with a clear, literally a clear head, because I'm very congested. In case you haven't noticed. <laughs> Um, but I thought I'd forward this email to you, so yep. um, you can review it and,
0: and respond. I'm, I'm, to I'm watching it. Well, l- let's talk about it. Um, so, uh, some person named Dean Valentino. Uh, it's basically a rehash of the other one. when I, You know when I mentioned uh, the polling thing where somebody said, don't degrade people who don't have a degree? Right. Well, this one here says, first, you are dismissive of cultural religious traditions that, uh, you know, that don't include and all this kind of stuff. No, I'm not dismissive of cultural religious traditions. No, that's, that's, I didn't talk about them. We didn't, didn't discuss didn't that at dismiss all. dismiss them. Yes, I did not dismiss them. And I did not uh, highlight them specifically. We are talking about Christmas. Because we talk about Christmas does not mean that we are talking ill or not talking about others' things. And people that immediately go there, I'm sorry, but I just can't, Mm. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I can't go anywhere with that. Is. I can't speak for other things. And as we made the point on the show, said so while I personally, mm-hmm. for people who are, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Right. Right. <laughs> to, to wait, you know. Yes, I would like to wait. But we also made the point on the show that the veterans fought for the right of people to hang up their decorations whenever they freaking please.
1: Yes, we did make
0: that point. And we acknowledged that as well. And we said that we agreed with that too. Yes.
1: It's just, you know, what's my opinion? I I prefer to see it just wait until the 12th. You want to put them up before then. You're free to do so. You have that right to do so. I just personally feel it's a little disrespectful. That's all. That's all. And I do, I don't, I I have to admit, I I do dislike that. uh, I saw Christmas wrapping paper in a a, uh, a store on October 31st. It was Halloween and they had Christmas wrapping paper. I'm not going to call it holiday wrapping paper because it said Merry Christmas on the paper. Mm -hmm. So that's Christmas wrapping paper. You want to call it holiday paper, that's fine, but when it says Christmas on it, that I mean it's pretty self-explanatory isn't it?
0: Mhm. Yes, yes. So, while I understand the point being made here, mm-hmm. right? Like this, so you miss the possibility now, is, now, I believe we three minds agree and err on the side of being non-religious. I am still unlikely will always be an angry atheist. So you missed the possibility that your pet peeve is actually a veiled bias, read as possible racist stance. I'm sure this is not the case, but the interpretation is there. The interpretation is there if you want it to be there. Mm-hmm.
1: You can find fault with anything if you look hard
0: enough. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are people that watch Disney movies on stop frame to see if they see boobs in the clouds or phallic symbols right? or yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, now, uh, right. We won't go into the rest like this because, you know, there's lots of, uh, words in there that I, yeah. And, and points that are said anyway, I, I won't attribute motive because it ends with love you both. And I agree. Wilson is a D bag. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, right. Well,
1: yeah, that's right. And, and and the other thing, too, that we have to take into account, because when we're here, we're talking, we have uh, vocal inflection, nuance, uh, body language comes across because this is a visual and auditory medium. An email right. loses all of that.
0: Loses all of that, which so, we mentioned on a previous show as well.
1: So I don't want to be judgmental of this individual. Uh, and, and again, yeah. how, how it may come across and how I interpret it is... is 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 different than what this person may have been trying to say, right? Yes. Because an so, email is still very much just words on a piece of paper. So it's hard to express your uh, nuance, your emotions, you know, it comes across as angry, but maybe this person wasn't angry at all. I I don't know. Benefit of the doubt. And and, and the way the, the email ends, it's like, well, we're, we're all pretty much simpatico when it comes to a lot of what's discussed. So
0: yeah. So, but let's let us make it very clear, right? Mm. It's one of those things, right? If I say white people, I'm not a white all people. white people is inferred. If I say men, not all men mm. is inferred. If I say gay people, not the entire gay community is inferred. So clearly, as someone who was baptized Christian, mm-hmm. and we're talking about Christmas, Putting up Christmas decorations because I'm pretty sure that people who are celebrating Diwali are not putting up Christmas decorations. Probably
1: not. Yeah, yeah. and Diwali is also um, before Halloween, so
0: yeah. So I'm I understand the point, mm-hmm. right? Because but we're talking, and at least I thought it was pretty clear that we meant you know people who celebrate Christmas specifically. Specifically, please don't. That it well and and well not please don't. We prefer we that, prefer but yes. Let your free flag let your freak flag fly.
1: You're you're allowed to do whatever you want. You're free to do that. You have freedom, unlike individuals who would scream that we lost freedoms. We never lost any freedoms in this country. Not a one. Never. Yep. At no point did we ever lose any freedom in Canada. Okay. We are one so, of the freest need, nations on earth.
0: We need to get to the point in Canada where we're have when we're having public discourse when we're talking about one thing. Mm-hmm. right if I'm saying donate to help support diabetes that it doesn't mean well what do you hate people who what yeah. do you hate causes that support cancer yeah. It is. yeah when you talk about one thing we're talking about one thing mm. and we're not dissing on the things that we're not talking about. We're not being disrespectful of the things we're not talking about. And because we talk about one thing doesn't mean we're degrading another. Well, and we're a, just a, talking about that thing.
1: And a very atypical conversation on Twitter. You know, I really enjoy a good hot cup of coffee in the morning. What's wrong with tea? Do you say you hate teas? Is that what you're saying? You hate tea. You know, there, there's an entire industry of people that to farmers around the world that rely upon you purchasing. It's not what I said. I said, I like a cup of coffee. Someone will always find fault with whatever you say. So you got to try and, as much as I hate to say this, you have to grow a thick skin. I hate saying that. I hate saying that because people get jaded easily. And then, you know.
0: Well, you can't grow so thick that you make yourself immune to constructive and gentle criticism. Right.
1: Right. Right. But, but not everything is a slight. Not everything is a is a is a knock on on you or someone else, for that matter. Yeah. You know? And
0: let's not attribute intent without knowing the person.
1: Uh, I'll occasionally jump I mean, on a on a thread and just yell, you know, just type in "fucking white people," and then I will put in parentheses, "It is not not lost on me that I too am a white people, right?" right. But I'm not that white people. <laughs> right.
0: You're the other white people. The other white meat. The other, <laughs> like other white meat. <laughs> Baby. No, But, okay, so, Kit Dean, thank you for your comment. We, yes. we do appreciate that you took the time. We appreciate that you love the show. Um, yes, thank you. I, this, I, however, don't understand, and maybe you want to write back and explain how you got this sense, how it is that if you love the show, you would get the impression that by talking about Christmas, we would be dismissing or be you know speaking ill That's of things doing. or people that don't celebrate christmas yeah. who do what they want to do to mark remembrance day because remembrance day obviously crosses all religions all beliefs people who have religion faith people who don't right mm-hmm. anybody can serve right very much so, and, it, and everybody has served we had Indigenous uh, Remembrance Day just the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, there Yesterday, are members of the Sikh community who have served, there are members of the Asian community that who have served, there are you know South Americans who have served, Africans who have served. Everybody is welcome in the military if you're willing, you know, mm-hmm. oh, follow yes. the structure and you know pledge allegiance to to defending Canada.
1: Don't be this right? guy.
0: Don't be this guy.
1: That guy on the screen, Devil's Advocate Monthly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great magazine so. cover. Even though it's not real, it's great. I'm just asking mm. questions and twelve other slick ways to pretend you aren't just being a dick.
0: Yeah. And again, we don't want to say that Dean is being a dick. No,
1: we're not we're not. No, 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 no,
0: no. Right. But looks like I said, but please I am genuinely honestly interested in how it is you got the impression that talking about one would mean speaking ill of the others or being dismissive of the others. Um, so please uh, write us back and let us know because yes. this is a conversation we do want to have.
1: And please don't um, pick on the man. Don't pick on him. Please, we don't believe in that. We don't believe in no, no, bullying. No, 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 no,
0: no,
1: I'm just telling the, 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 the listeners and the viewers,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously they, this person perceived something mm-hmm. and took the time and cared enough to share it with us.
1: And, and we do yeah. ask for that input and we
0: do genuinely we wish for, that for that it. Input. Yes, yes.
1: And, and yeah. a comment I just posted on the screen there from Linda, there are something like 15 different holidays between November and February. Your show isn't long enough to mention all of them. And she's right about that. <laughs> Even when and, we do uh, our, 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 our marathon four-hour podcast shows, we wouldn't be able to get into everything.
0: And to be totally honest, I'm probably not aware of all of them.
1: I No, I'm not.
0: And I probably don't have the capacity to speak to all of them. Well, I only learned sometimes about Diwali a few them, years ago. I have to, yeah, sometimes when I mentioned, same here, and sometimes I have to go look them up. Mm-hmm and find some stuff up when when i hear they happen because i'm not even on the lookout for them
1: well we're we're, we're just not sometimes aware of all I'm, of
0: them yeah sometimes when i mention them it's because i saw mentioned mention of it in passing and i said hey i should look into that mm-hmm. so yeah
1: well and and let's remember that this nation is a uh, a nation where we lo- we want to celebrate everyone you are allowed, mm. to, you are allowed you're, you're encouraged to come to Canada and, and retain your culture and bring that culture to this country to help make this a better nation. Was it a friend mm. of mine described Canada? He says, the United States like to think, think of itself as a big melting pot. He says, I'd like to describe Canada as a stew. I go, a stew? He goes, yeah. You've got all the same, you know, multiple ingredients, but nobody's melted in. everything that is in the stew stands out in its own mm-hmm. way. And I went, oh, that's an interesting
0: metaphor. And without one of them? The stew is just not the same.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, f- look, 40 years not ago, as good. 40 years ago, try to get a decent meal in this country. Try to get a decent meal in Ottawa that wasn't, well, we, there was always, always a, and don't, don't come, don't come at me blazing when I, when I say Chinese restaurants, because there was always Chinese restaurants in, in Canada and have been for like 200 years or something like that, uh, and Italian restaurants, but in Ottawa back in 1980, that was it. Now, there was a large Lebanese community, but shawarma wasn't as popular then as it is today. Mm. Now, we have... Uh, Ottawa has been hailed as one of the uh, gastronomical capitals of of North America and is fine mm. for... You, you do know that the only Cordon Bleu in North America is in Ottawa? Cordon Bleu, mm-hmm. school of Cordon Bleu. Mm-hmm. It's here in Ottawa. It's not far from where I live, actually. I've, I've been by yeah. it a million times. And it was featured in a movie I watched just the other night that was shot here in Ottawa. It was a silly Christmas film, post-Christmas film, actually. It takes place on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Midnight at the... I don't know. It's about a jazz club. Anyway, um, not the greatest of plots, but uh, the, the the cinematography... Oh, no, no. The lighting, the cinematography was spectacular. And the acting uh, was quite good when you consider that the storyline and the... the writing was not the strongest but it was kind of like a uh, a mark of the hall type movie yep yep you know it wasn't it wasn't by that brand and i'm not going to say that brand because they're not paying us but it was very similar to that but uh check it out it's it's on it's on the netflix something midnight at the madrigal or midnight at the marriott i don't know it's, it's about a jazz club and it was shot here in ottawa and and as i said the uh, cinematography is beautiful
0: all right uh now we've used most of our show on that. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, Sorry. So we got that um uh, but uh, let's talk about a few things. Uh Danielle Smith did win her by election in Brooks Medicine hat. That was a surprise. Uh, which, uh, of the vote. Uh, The big surprise was that the margin was so small, actually. Um, She defeated the NDP's Gwendolyn Dirk, who got 26.7, which was the best ever result for the NDP in that riding. Um, Apparently, in the last election, the NDP didn't win a single poll in the medicine area, uh, but they won 17 out of 26 this time. Um, So... That's pretty good. Uh, the Alberta Party had a candidate Barry Morishita, who was the former mayor of Medicine Hat, who gained sixteen point five percent. And then there were two uh, fringeier candidates, Bob Leone from the Independence Party and Jivan Magnet from the Wild Rose Independence Party, who were pretty much left in the dust. Um, so that's about it. There's. Uh, Voter turnout was about 36.8%, which was uh, kind of disappointing in general. And a political commentator named, a political scientist named Jim Groom said the same thing because he said, people seem to just not have time to watch by-elections, but they're really confirming a premiere here. Mm. So in this case, this is not great. I'm not sure why the community didn't get engaged more. So um, there's yes. not as much enthusiasm for her. She doesn't really have that big of a mandate when she won in this 54.5 in a rural riding where, you know, because she decided not to run in Calgary Elbow because she pretty much had her finger on the pulse that she probably would not have won there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ran to a safe riding claiming that, you know, she wants to give rural Alberta more than a voice and she only got, you know, 4.5% over 50, which, you know, that's a riding you would expect in a by-election when people think it's a foregone conclusion, you'd get like 60, 70, hmm. especially for a leader of the party who's going to be premier. And that did not happen for her. So, hmm. uh, moving to the U S midterms, it, uh, the red wave that everybody has been bragging about did not materialize. Uh, part. however, uh, it may not be enough. Um, the house, uh, it's tighter, um, but uh, it may. It's looking like there's still a good chance that it will flip uh, to the Republicans, uh, which is not great because that means basically, you know, you get legislated gridlock uh, for the next two years. Which is not <coughs> Sorry. good. Sorry. Which yeah, uh, but uh, independence went forty nine to forty seven for Democrats in an out year midterm, which is very, very, very odd because they typically swing to the other party by double digits, um, and it was a, a closer than uh, closer than the generations long norm for midterms, where the opposition party almost romps with an average of twenty seven House seats gained since the Second World War, and that did not happen as well. Uh, Republicans lost two governorships, and that's very important because they will be controlling how the votes are counted in the next uh, in the next federal election. Uh, they lost it in uh, Maryland, uh, where a man named Westmore becomes the first African-American governor of that state. and in Massachusetts where a woman named Maura Haley becomes the first out lesbian governor in all of the. US. Yeah I saw that. That's a first. Yeah. Uh, And they may lose uh, the governor race in Nevada, uh, and the Senate race in Nevada, that's where things are closest at the moment, but there's only 80% of polls reporting, and the largest county in Nevada uh, still has some room for some votes to come in. Uh, In Arizona as well, the governor's race uh, has uh, Katie Hobbs leading uh, by 2%, with only 67% counted, against that lady that said, I will win and I will respect the decision. And she was asked again, you know, would she accept the decision if she lost? She says, I will win and I will respect that decision. Okay. That, that woman's name, Carrie Lake. Interesting yes. commentary. Yes. Uh, Governor DeSantis from Florida uh, was reconfirmed. So was Brian Kempton, Georgia. So Stacey Abrams lost her bid there. A bummer. So was Greg Abbott in Texas. Yeah. And Gretchen Whitmer in uh, Michigan. So that's good uh, there. Um, in, um but the
1: South is staying basically, um, Republican. I don't want to say red and, uh, what happens when you stand out in the sun on the field too long without a collar up? What happens to your neck? Um, I don't want to get directly into that, but you know.
0: Yeah. Um, but, uh, the Democrats did do much better, uh, than expected, um, but better, hopefully it will be enough. Uh, the Senate seat in Pennsylvania has flipped to John Fetterman over Mehmet Oz, uh, which could give uh, the Democrats a 51 to 49 Senate mm-hmm. Um in Georgia, Warnock is ahead of Herschel Walker, but there's a Libertarian candidate that's taken about two percent of the vote. And in Georgia, if none of the candidates get fifty percent, there will be a runoff on December six. So we might have that happening again. In what in what, um, in what like world Appentine.
1: in what world does it make sense that Herschel Walker gets any more than three percent of the vote? The man is out of his I, mind.
0: I do not understand.
1: I, I, I do and I look. I know somebody's going to say, well, don't say he's out of his mind. There's a better way to say it. And you're right, there probably is. But right now, I'm not feeling well and I don't have all of my vocabulary uh, readily available to come up with the proper term to describe him. But the man is a terrible human being.
0: He was willing to sell his soul and he went for cheap. Yeah.
1: And so. and, and he's he's that close to winning? Like, what is in what world does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but in Nevada for the Senate race, um, the, um, the Republican candidate is actually leading, uh, which would flip that one. Uh, but like I said, only eighty percent is in, and uh, the largest counties, uh, the largest counties' full vote hasn't been counted, um, and it looks like they're moving into the mail-in vote, which typically in that uh, state would favor the Democrat. So hopefully, there's enough room uh, for. Her, uh, I think her name is uh, last name is Cortez Masto. Or something, um, yeah, Cortez Masto, uh, because that would be a flip in the Senate, and that would send it back down to fifty-fifty. Mm. Assuming that Warnock wins a runoff, they're, they're pretty much predicting that, even though he's at forty-nine point two percent right now, that he probably is. There probably isn't enough vote for him to get over fifty. So it looks like a runoff will be likely. Uh, Lauren Bobert was trailing in her House seat. She's officially uh, with eighty-six. She's been officially declared.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been told. That she's officially been declared uh, the uh, uh, non-victor. She has not won. She's been bounced.
0: Okay, so that would be good. That was about eighty-six uh, percent of the vote in, from from what I saw. Um, and then for some ballot measures, uh, all the all the anti-abortion ballot measures that were in. Uh, uh Kentucky and Montana and Michigan and Kansas uh, all of them went the way of uh, pro uh, pro right to abortion pro- right to choice mm-hmm. uh, measures. Uh, there's two of them that haven't been decided yet but so far they are so the ones that are decided all went the way there's two that have not been decided yet but so far um, the choice side is leading which is good that's a very and. Yes, and then there were uh, there were apparently um, three ballot measures in three states, uh, or or in more states actually, three or four states having to do with um, they're calling it slavery, uh, but it's basically prisoners. Um, oh yes, per- yeah, yeah, yeah. Change their state constitutions to prohibit slavery and involuntary servitude as punishment for crime. Uh, so in Louis- Louisiana is about the only one uh, is the only one that rejected it. But in Alabama, Tennessee, and Vermont, um, they, uh, yeah, they, they said slavery. that we we don't want to do that. And in Oregon, uh, it was uh, the yes side was leading, so they want to remove uh, that over there. But uh, Louisiana has decided that they're going to keep it. Well, wow. <sighs> I just, yeah, yeah. Ugh, yeah. They turned the clock um,
1: back to 1863 on Saturday, yeah. didn't they?
0: Yeah. Now the biggest loser of the night apparently was Donald Trump because a lot of his election denial candidates lost, particularly in governor races. Uh, and um, in Florida, uh, DeSantis uh, won by a lot, and according to uh, some other polling, forty-five percent of Florida voters do want Desantis to run in the twenty twenty-four federal election uh, to be the Republican nominee. Fifty-three percent don't, but there are only thirty-three percent want Trump to be on the ballot, and sixty-five percent don't. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, candidates that he's tapped. Uh, that uh, Rump Roast has tapped Have not won He seems to be less popular than DeSantis Among the Republican uh, voters And Paul Begala Who's a well. former advisor to Bill Clinton Said I'm... on CNN DeSantis has done something that Trump has never done He got more votes than a Democrat Twice He won very narrowly in 2018 And he won a landslide today Donald Trump run for president twice and never once got more votes than the Democrat. He's the only president in 90 years who has lost his party, the white house, the house and the Senate all in just four years. There's a word for that in my business. Loser. He's the biggest loser in American politics. Now Republicans have to decide if they want their party to be a coalition of ideas and policies, but right now it is a cult of personality and it's politically killing the Republicans. That's okay. Be happier.
1: Yeah, that's okay by me. I'm and that sets that. the stage
0: for a lot of infighting.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: The party. Yeah, because uh, Donald Trump has now given DeSantis a nickname, eh? Ron De Mm-hmm. So when he gives you a
1: nickname, he's coming for you. Oh, yeah, your, your, your head's on the block. Or your neck is yeah. on the block, I should say.
0: So fight, 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 fight,
1: uh, fight. <laughs> there's been a couple of openings. We're going to what's that scene from Batman uh, the Dark Knight where the Joker says there's a couple of openings, snaps a pool cue in half and hands one to each guy,
0: fight for it. <laughs> so, um, uh we won't get another update in Arizona for the Senate and Governor races until late tonight because uh all the all the date of voting ballots have been cast and now they're counted and now they're moving to mail-in. So right now they're passing in the morning verifying the signatures and then they'll start counting from that. Mm-hmm. And in uh, Nevada uh, we might have to wait all the way up until Saturday because their uh, mail-in vote uh, only needs to be postmarked by election day November 8th. So votes could still be coming in until Saturday to be counted. And those two states, Arizona, Nevada and The decision in Georgia are the ones that we need to know to know for sure whether or not the Democrats have control of the Senate. So, um, this decision may still be out uh, until at least Saturday. And then, if Georgia doesn't go uh, 50% for Warnock, then it has to go until December 6th. But that one will then become a referendum on the entire Joe Prize. Biden presidency, Mm -hmm. especially if Nevada does flip. If Nevada doesn't flip and Arizona does go to Kelly, then the Democrats already have 50 and if Warnock even lost the runoff uh, in December, uh, it wouldn't matter because it would still be 50-50 with uh, Vice President Campbell Harris being on the tie-breaking vote. Yes. yes. Yeah. But right now, it is looking good, and uh, and it looks that if the Republicans do gain the House, it'll be by a very narrow margin of like three to six seats or something like that. I um, can deal with that. Yeah. So there you go, Kits. I think we have a show because Mr. Grizzly has to go.
1: I will do a, I was supposed to do an ASMR show on Monday evening at 8.30, but uh, I had a terrible migraine and could not get out of bed, and I apologize for that, so... I'm going to tentatively uh, schedule one for 8.30 this evening if anybody's interested. Um, actually make that nine. I have a, I'm supposed to go to attend a thing earlier. Uh, you know what? Scrap it. It'll be tomorrow. I can't do it tonight. I just realized. Thinking out loud, I, I realized there's something else that I have a commitment to that I, I won't be able to do. So tomorrow evening, I'll do an ASMR show for 8.30 p.m. for those who are interested.
0: Okay. Well, kids, that's the end of this episode of Just a Nibble, the Not Quite Daily Beaver podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Uh, if you have time, um, still support uh, your QP uh, folks uh, because uh, this is a uh, constitutional... Constitu- constituency week i had trouble with that word Mm -hmm. uh provincially so uh doug ford will not be able to get around to actually repealing bill bill 28 until monday uh which gives him plenty of time to be deadbeat duplicitous and double crossing although it seems that uh the people from qpa are being very 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 understanding Mm -hmm. by uh not forcing him to uh have a 5 a.m session like he had to uh (laughs) <laughs> take the right's way. Uh so uh I'm hoping that that is reflected in the negotiated terms that his gratitude for that mm-hmm. is, ne- is reflected in the, those negotiated terms. But keep the pressure up because uh general strike is still definitely a possibility uh if Doug is going to pull the typical Doug. Oh yeah. Um If you like this podcast, you can find us on the Dean Blundell Network, as well as anywhere you get all your podcasts featuring a grizzly bear and a beaver. Please share the podcast, and we love your feedback, even when it's a little rough. (laughs) We can take it. So, Dean. Thank you. We're on Facebook and Twitter and our email is North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver with a hyphen between each of those words. And if you really, 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 really like this podcast and you wish to encourage us to do more, we work for tips, so please feel free to buy a cup of hot chocolate for me or a cup of coffee for Mr. Grizzly via our coffee page. You may find our tip jar at ko-fi.com slash eager beaver. And if Rather than just giving a tip, you'd like to get something for your money. We've got merch. We have Eager Beaver T-shirts and Mr. Grizzly Civics T-shirts on sale. Uh, six designs to choose from, from small to three XL. Very reasonable prices. Being informed has never been more fashion or fabulous. So please go to deanblundell.square.site/s/store to get yours today. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager Beaver saying. Until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there. So please be kind to and gentle with yourself and others. Mr. Grizzly, any words of wisdom?
1: None today. I'm I'm just trying to get through my day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, that's all right. Congested, <laughs> feeling like crap, and I have to go to work. Um, I I, ca- yeah. I can't stay home. I have to train a guy to fill my position for next week when
0: I'm on vacation. Yes, so. All right, kids, no words of wisdom today, but uh, uh, I'll I'll have some. Just, you know, if you can, you know, if somebody's like throwing some stuff your way, just, you know, take some time to actually listen what it is that they're trying Mm -hmm. to say. Mm -hmm. Smile and don't ascribe intent that you do not know is there.
1: Keep your mind and your heart open.
0: Yep. All right, Mr. Grizzly roll the credits. the true north eager beaver podcast is an eager beaver mr grizzly collaboration research story and guest curation and copy written by the eager beaver recording production editing and additional research by mr grizzly music courtesy of ben sound royalty free music once again thank you to our founding sponsors the peppermaster the Fee mysteries from corvid moon publishing and CanadianTerror.com. and thank you to pete jarvis for our artwork we love it kits. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration, research story and guest curation and copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing and additional research by Mr. Grizzly music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and canadiantarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kits we'll talk to you real soon. Bye, take care.